to Internet Marketing for Humans, digestible internet marketing insight and advice to help you grow your business. Hello, welcome back to Internet Marketing for Humans. I'm your host, Andrew Laws. And in addition to looking at the world of digital marketing and SEO and how that can help your business, I like to invite guests along who have an insight into how your business life can get easier. Now, before I ask my guests today to introduce themselves, I'm going to say that before I met her, so it's a slight giveaway, before I met her, my business life was a lot more chaotic than it is now. So, welcome guest. Would you care to introduce yourself? Thanks, Andrew. Uh, my name's Sarah, Sarah Gathercole, and I'm known as the Office Fixer. Ah, for a very good reason. What is the Office Fixer? Uh, well, we provide uh, virtual or remote office support to small business owners like yourselves and have done since 2006. So we're fairly early into the world of uh, virtual assistance, as we're known. Yeah, I was going to say that a lot of people, especially in my industry, know what you do kind of roughly as being called VAs or virtual assistants. But it's yeah. not it's not a, a word I think is is massively well known or a facility that a lot of people probably even know exists. So let, let's kind of start at the beginning here. Um, when, what sort of warning signs do you think listeners should look out for that, that might be a clue they could do with your help or need help from a virtual assistant? Okay, so like you say, virtual assistant sometimes doesn't really mean anything to anybody. And I was having a conversation just earlier today um, and they were saying, well, I don't, I don't picture anything. When you say VA, I don't know what that is. I don't have a picture of it. So the easiest way probably to describe it is remote office support. So for people who've worked in um, an, an organisation prior to working for themselves, uh, they've probably had office support of some description. Um, back in the old days, you had secretaries and PAs. That's not quite the same now, but certainly you get admin support in some way or other. Um, and so that's basically what we're offering, but we're offering it on a remote um, basis. So you working from your home, us working from our home, which is ideal in the current climate. Um, in terms of signs of what you would look out for, it, it's, I guess, just the overload. Um, working too many hours into the evening. Um, a lot of people have started their business because they're very good at whatever it is they do. So marketing or they're a photographer or um, whatever their skill is, but then you end up with so much office type stuff to do as well that that often gets pushed into evenings and weekends. So you're starting to lose time with your family and your friends. Um, you're working late into the evening. You might stop to go and have tea with your family, put your kids to bed, and then you're going back to do the accounts or all the paperwork that's involved. Um, and that's the time when you probably need to start looking at the balance, the work-life balance, and that's where we would come in to help rebalance that, I guess. See, that, that's <laughs> quite a gentle kind of descriptor compared to the situation I think I was in. This this episode isn't about me, but for example, I was I was not reconciling my accounts. It's such a basic thing, really, and, and the accounts, I use an online accounts package, and my accountant is really nice and very tolerant person, but he was getting more and more, I think, kind of distressed that I was just leaving really basic things like receipts for cups of coffee and invoices and, well, to be honest, everything, because it was very easy not to do it. If I had, if I was getting a phone call from a client, that would and still does take priority over things like my accounts. So when I first spoke to you, I was in a mess. I mean, I'm, I'm quite happy to admit that. I don't think anyone listening to this is going to think any less of me because I'm a, just the same as a lot of business owners in that 
I'm not always that sharp or wasn't always that sharp at the the kind of the nitty gritty detail. No, well, like you say, it's, it's your priority is always going to be whatever it is you do and your customers and providing that service. Um, and the other stuff gets gets left to the side. So, yeah, as I said, either you're spending time in the evenings and weekends doing it or, as you said, you're not doing it at all. <laughs> Just not um, doing it there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so if you think, I've actually got... Um, a list I, I've got, I mentioned to you earlier, a little ebook, and, and I've got a list of questions in there um, of things sort of to, in terms of what you might outsource, because I think that's the other issue is people don't really know what to outsource. Um, yeah. And I think what, what COVID has done really well is shown people that you can work remotely and you don't all have to go into the same office and work from the same place. Um, but I think people do struggle with that. And so that might be another tendency that, you don't get help it's all getting a bit overwhelming and stuff's not getting done and stuff's getting yeah, done let's, late let's have a look at this list because i think i think we, we've obviously pre this recording as you can probably tell sarah and i've known each other for a while um I, i'm i'm kind of wary of the fact that i mentioned kind of a finance function fairly on in here because in my experience especially with you guys it goes a lot deeper than kind of just doing a bit of accounts um do you want to give us a little sample of your list there yeah, well, a long time ago, I created a list of 32 things that a VA could help you with. Um, but I've always been fairly cautious about giving a list of specific items because that kind of closes people's mind down to what they can outsource. Yeah, and think, actually, it's all very individual. Yeah, I think you said to me, you gave me a questionnaire when I first spoke to you and you were like, it was like, well, what are you struggling with? I said, yes. what can you do? And you're like, well, <laughs> what, what do you need? I don't yes. know. <laughs> so, so my questions here, I think, are, are things to think about. Are, are what are the things that you don't like doing? So I, I, obviously this is individual to everybody. So things that you don't like doing, when I say you, I don't mean you, but whoever's listening, um, are, the, are the things that you like to procrastinate about, to put mm. off, that get done at the last minute or don't get done at all. Um, the things that you're not very good at. So... Again, we, we all start our business because we're good at a particular thing, but everybody finds out when they're running their own business that they have to do so many extra things that we didn't ever know about. So, it, you know, if you're not a marketeer, you suddenly have to start learning about marketing and you have to learn about different software. And so all those things that you might be doing, but they're not sort of your key skill, it'll probably be taking you longer to do those things. So mm. there's some more items to add to your list. Um, what are the things that you shouldn't be doing? So if you were an MD of a business or doing whatever you do in, in a sort of successful, bigger organisation, you wouldn't be doing everything. You'd be doing just whatever your job was and there'd be other people doing other jobs. So what are those other jobs that, that you're doing that you wouldn't be doing in a bigger business? Um, and then things, as you've already said, what are the things that simply aren't getting done that need to be done? Um, and so if you start to sort of list, create a list of think about those items, then that becomes your list of 32 things, if you like, that are, that are some of the, a starting point of the things that you ought to be looking at getting help with. And at the beginning, you know, you're not going to be able probably to afford to get help with everything that falls on your list, but it's a starting place to look at, okay, these are the things that I perhaps should be getting help with. How do I prioritise those? Which, you know, which are the most important things to get some help with first and, and start creating your own list of things. Um, my list of 32 things just gives people some ideas and actually you know bookkeeping accounts support we do quite a lot of that 
And I think the reason that we do quite a lot of that is because it's the easy thing for people to understand how to outsource. Mm. So they kind of get that, you know, in the old fashioned sort of sense, you you collect your receipts, you shove them in an envelope and you send them to somebody and they can deal with them. Um, Whereas a lot of other tasks, people sometimes can't work out how they're going to do those with somebody who's not there and, you know, work out that sort of remote working system. Well, I would say to anyone who's listening, who's who's kind of letting that put them off, who's letting the kind of perceived pain process of, oh man, I've got to explain this to somebody else. I would just say that if you speak to Sarah or, or somebody else who does, so I might as well just say speak to you, Sarah, because I've got a good, I've, I can recommend Sarah. I'll happily do that. <laughs> if you speak to Sarah and just say, I'm having a problem with this because it's not necessarily the nuts and bolts and the mechanics of the problem that are the issue. It's just having something happen. So for example, my um, the, the lady... Um, who helps me with my accounts through through Sarah, I've started saying to her, I don't know what this means. What, what do I do? And she'll reply and say, oh, this is easy. Oh, I do this every day. It's fine. So I don't have to, I don't have to plot everything out. Where I'd used VAs in the past before I'd met you, Sarah, I would find people on Odesk or Freelance or, or any of the many sites and then I would have to train them. I mean, for one thing, I didn't dare let them anywhere near my accounts because there were people I just didn't know for Adam. There was no backup. There was no, you know, there, there was no, I couldn't do due diligence because there was no way of doing it. So it, it was often I would give them tasks which weren't mission critical and then eventually would end up taking me 10 times longer to teach them how to do it than just doing it myself. But the difference with kind of using you that I've experienced is that I can ask you or, or any of you guys, I've got a problem with this, and then just forget about it. It just happens. So th- there isn't that kind of resource lag of, oh, man, I'm going to have to teach someone else how to do this. Because, I mean, some of the things quite hilariously I've asked, Lisa's the name of the lady who helps um, helps with my accounts. I've quite hilariously asked her very long questions about things, even made videos kind of um, <laughs> So I'm gesticulating because we're recording over Zoom. I've even made videos to explain to her what I need. And she's just replied with a couple of words going, yep, on it. I'm like, what? <laughs> really? That's it? That That's all there is to do? And sometimes it, it, it's always become like a game with some of the other kind of people I've worked with um, in the organisation, just kind of throwing jobs at them and see what happens. And I, I mean, <laughs> sounds like I'm being a jerk with it. I'm not. <laughs> it's just that I've just realised it's completely pointless me trying to figure out if something's feasible or not. I'm far better yeah. off just asking you if it's feasible. Yes, and I think the technicalities of how to do something, it, there's, there's two things there. Find, when you find the right VA, you need to find the right VA for the skill set that you need, for the jobs that you've got. So the umbrella of VA, can it, it sort of covers loads of different types of, of support. So it might be marketing support, it might be traditional secretarial support, it might be bookkeeping support. So you need to make sure you've found the right person for the jobs you've got to do. Um, but then, yes, that person should know all the technicalities of how to do that sort of work and, and how to use the software. Um, what they will need training on is your specific business and, mm. and how you want that to run. That's still going to be individual to each of our clients and how we fit in with each client might be slightly different. Um, but, yeah, certainly the technicalities of, of using Zero or QuickBooks or whatever, you know, we we know that we're doing it every day and and so stuff that like you say how do I do this I don't understand what it is oh yeah yeah we're doing it all the time 
Yeah, and, 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 and I mean, th- this is going to end up sounding like I'm I'm just celebrating you. And to be honest, I am to a certain extent. But <laughs> one of the things I really liked the, about working with you is that if I I can say I need someone who does this, and you'll just go, oh, I've got someone who does that. So I don't have to spend the time going out and, and looking for something. And an, another hole that that you you fill in very nicely in my organization is consistency. Because the problem I had before, I would train up a VA um, to do any number of tasks. And if they were good, they'd be given a job by someone else because that's mm-hmm. just the way it goes. Or God, mm-hmm. I, the amount of VAs that would just go AWOL. I'm sure I must still owe some of them money from years and years and years ago because they'd do some work for me, then just evaporate into thin air. They just would no longer exist. So I'd have to go through and change all my you know, passwords for everything and and, yeah. and kind of picks it up. It was one of the first things you said to me. He said, look, if you've got a resource here, yeah, you'll have someone assigned, but if they're not there, then somebody else will probably cover them. And that's, you know, that's that's fantastic. I like that. Yeah, and, and that's some of the stuff that I cover in my, in my ebook about you know, finding the right VA and you there are obviously VAs that work as sole traders are just themselves and they might have brilliant skill set for something that you need. Um, but if you're looking at a sort of longer term, bigger picture, having an organization, you know, big a, a company that's got a group of VAs, um, then yeah, you have backup, you don't have problems with holiday cover and things like that because the team will will fill in for each other and and there's a variety of skills. So um, yeah, some of our customers are working with two or three of the VAs in the team because it's different skill sets depending on what the support they want. Great stuff. And I, hopefully I've kind of got across to you, the listener, that if you're in a situation where you are a sole trader, I mean, not just sole trader or small limited company, no. you're a massive company and, and probably benefit from kind of the Office Fixer or Sarah or, or kind of other VA organisations. Actually, I'm not the BBC. I can just say, just just ring Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't bother looking around. Don't shop around. Just just go straight to the... Um, actually, let's talk about this. Because I was about to say, go straight to theofficefixer.uk. But it's... Yeah. I should just say, we're recording this in November 2020. So if you listen to this afterwards, disregard the next few seconds. But theofficefixer.uk <laughs> appears to be in a state of flux. What Now, I know you've got something quite exciting coming up. So Yeah. What, so, I, I mean, I my business... I, I will be, well, not I, my business will be 15 years old in April. So wow. I've been I've been around a while um, and and it has evolved over time. Um, so we started off with telephone answering services um, and then I sold that on and we focused just on the VA admin support side. And then a number of years ago, I got more into the sort of consultancy side around process and office management um, and helping people. Um, not just doing doing the do, if you like, doing the <laughs> support, but um, yeah, looking at all the off it, all the stuff behind the scenes, so all the process management and and all on how how you develop that. Um, and so I, I perhaps come from a slightly different angle to a lot of other VAs, um, certainly the sole trader ones, maybe. Um, but I'm so yeah, at the moment I'm sort of just looking at. We've worked with pe- people like yourselves, Andrew, for years. I've got people on my team that have worked with me for years customers that have been with me for years and I'm just sort of looking at how I move on in the next um sort of evolution of my business um and I'm looking to create uh, I'm currently sort of creating a a membership site and um, that's gonna be 
a place where all of everybody who runs a business has all this information in their head and how to do stuff and all this helpful um, knowledge around their area of expertise and it's how you make that available to your customers and so everybody else can benefit from it and, and so that's what I'm looking at creating is um, a membership site where all of that stuff that's in my head and all that stuff I know when I think it's perfectly normal um, that other people <laughs> don't do on a daily basis um, where I can help them and, and we can look at how you make your office your back office systems more efficient and effective so you're not in that chaos and things are getting done and you're in a position where you're able to outsource some things to other people and um but th- it's a lot of information it's a lot of stuff to do and i've sort of experimented with different products and services to help people um and i think it has to be something that's done over time um it's you can't just suddenly go right I'm just going to processorize my office that's my word you won't find it in the dictionary <laughs> um you know you can't it's just a big project that needs a bit more time so um the membership site is going to be something where people can come and there'll be regularly new information and it'll range from how to create processes to different software to tips and all sorts of stuff and it'll be a community of people that are um trying to improve their business and take it to the next level and stop the insanity stop the insanity Um, that sounds fantastic okay lisa it's been really good talking to you so i've just mentioned the website but what other ways can people find you so yeah the website um is currently just a holding page but you can uh, go on there and sign up to the vip list which will mean that we keep in touch with you about the membership site and that's the officefixer.uk um, my web, my email address, sorry, is sarah at theofficefixer.co.uk, just to be confusing. Um, I am also on LinkedIn um, and I do have an Office Fixer page on Facebook, which will be, um, it, it's kind of old, but will be reignited with my uh, new work that's going on. So I'm around. It's Sarah Gathercole and it's the Office Fixer Um and if after all that you're so disorganised you still can't f- find Sarah, then contact me and I'll gladly put you in touch with her. I would just say that th- this is one of those things that if you're an entrepreneur, which I, I class myself as, a lot of our time is spent looking for the ways that more successful people have got where they want to be. So it's quite a normal thing to look at successful freelancers, for successful consultants, and think how have they possibly found the time to do all that? It's Sarah. It, it's it's VAs. I'm letting you into one of the secrets here. This is how we cope. This is how. Well, I'm already grey, but I was grey before <laughs> business. Um, but this this is one of those secrets. This is one of those times where this is the way successful people do it. We get help with processes. We get help from people like Sarah. We get help from virtual assistants. So for the love of God, if you're listening to this, don't keep suffering. Don't be sitting up till midnight doing your accounts. Don't sit scratching your head, wondering how you're going to manage to stay in touch with just whatever your pain point is or whatever you just despise doing. Just speak to Sarah. Just, just do that. That that's my gift for you today. Thank you. You can thank me later. Send me some chocolate or something. Flowers, actually. I have one gift. Um, if they if they're into reading and reading business books, I'm showing you this, but obviously nobody else can see it. Um, the Four Hour Work Week by Tim Ferriss. You're nodding. Have you read it? Oh, it. <laughs> I'm I'm an avid reader. I, I absorb 
business books and and um, sort of mindfulness self progress self progress is that what the word you know that kind of book I, I absorb like a sponge and that's the first book that I read that I put down and I genuinely thought this book has changed my life so yeah. the four hour working week by Tim Ferriss the four hour work by Tim Ferriss and that and that sort of talks a lot about how to work with VAs and how to outsource and get and. You'd be lucky if you get down to four-hour working week, I would suggest. He, he doesn't. Um, I've heard him but, say several times yeah. that he regrets the but title. Certainly, yeah, he regrets but certainly the title because people reduce, hit him with it. Yeah, yeah, but you can certainly reduce um, the number of hours you work. Um, yeah, and there's, there's other books as well, but that in terms of sort of VAs and how to um, get yourself prepared for working with other people, that's definitely the book to read, I think. It's fantastic. The thing that shocked me in that book was um, the realization that by trying to do everything in my business, I was damaging my business. There are things that I absolutely suck at. There are things that if I stay well away from in my business, my business and everyone around me is far better for it. And and that's where Sarah comes in. I'm making it sound like I give you all the awful work. I hope I don't. I don't. <laughs> no, but I think that's the thing. For lots of people who've created a small business, it's like it's like your baby, isn't it? It's like mm. a child. You've you've created this business from nothing, and and you think that nobody else can do anything the way that you can do it in your business, and it has to be you. Um, and like you say, actually, these things that you do in your business that you're not very good at because you've had to learn how to do it, and somebody else would be much better at it. And I know that I. I worried um, years back when I went from being just me to having other people be VAs and do customer work. Um, and I and I worried and thought, well, everybody, you know, I'm going out there and I did a lot of networking and people think they're buying me. Um, and But I soon realised that it, I, I changed it and made it very clear when I was talking to people that, you know, I had a team of people. Um, but that actually there were benefits to that, which you've talked about earlier in that, you know, I've got a bigger skill set and there's more people um, backing each other up and mm. I think you get so um you sort of, you're inside it so much you're just scared to let go of any bit of it um absolutely it's your, it's your thing uh, but but it isn't actually necessarily the best way to run it with you doing everything absolutely not I mean there there is it's a bit of become a bit of a cliche in kind of business book world but there's a saying that you should be the least qualified person in your business. And I yeah. can absolutely kind of say that that is, it's a cliche, but it's true. You know, truths become cliches and, and vice versa, I guess. But for example, writing, I am a writer. I've spent three and a half hours before this call in a content meeting with a client going through just such detail and website copy and things. But the truth is, Although I'm a writer, I'm not a very good article writer. I can't write light, frothy, blah, 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 blah type articles. So <laughs> I, I use some of my kind of trusted freelancers for, for things like that. And Jen, who works with me, who I know I've mentioned before, she's been on here. If you look back through previous episodes, she's, she's been a guest a lot of times. I could just throw anything at her and she makes it sound so wonderful and so kind of entertaining, even if it's like industrial adhesives or something. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I would like to say I'm proof that you don't have to be the best in your business at everything. And for the things that you're not the best at, there's plenty of help. Just just make, make your life easier. Uh, uh, free up parts of your brain to focus on the things you're really good at. Yes. Yeah, and your time as well. Absolutely. That came dangerously close to me giving advice, which I try not to do on this uh, podcast. But okay, I'm going to wrap it up there, Sarah. I really appreciate your help. I, I'd like to, I think I'd like to get you back just to kind of talk about the kind of process and 
I don't know, I just like your angle and kind of the take you have on these things. And, and we'll do an episode and we'll talk about your camper van one day as well. Because that's a whole okay, nother, that's a whole nother story, that is. <laughs> yeah, is. Um, okay, well, thank you very much. Um, no, well, thanks say, for inviting me, Andrew. Oh, it's, it's such a pleasure. It's always a pleasure to speak to you. Okay, well, I'm going to say goodbye. Would you like to say goodbye? Goodbye. It's been nice to speak to you. And yeah, if anybody wants any help or advice, just give me a shout. Brilliant, thank you.